Hello and welcome back to the Kailash podcast, live from the yurt. This is episode three, a conversation with Bronte Spicer. This is after Bronte's sacred lineages of the earth retreat back in February 2021. Uh, This is a beautiful conversation. I encourage you to listen through to the end. A lot of interesting topics. And some really beautiful reflections from Bronte and David on facilitation, space holding, um, and how Bronte's work and our work in this space align. Do hope you enjoy the conversation. All info you need will be in the show notes, and we'll see you on the other side. Let's get into it. Howdy. Hi. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were sitting on the couch with Mitch, and it came, actually the the thing that came would be like, how can we offer a facilitator a chance to begin to round out and integrate their experience? Because I've experienced as a as a facilitator when I'm hosting things that you go from like running everything and everyone's looking to you for answers. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, everything's gone. And it's like, <laughs> so totally. um, yeah, so I, I've got no structure, but if there's anything that you... Yeah, I think just a, a kind of natural conversation, but you know, how are you feeling? Like, what, how, how's your experience been? Yeah, oh, it's been all of it. And I think I shared that with my participants as well. It's just been, it's been the highs and it's been the lows and it's been a complete roller coaster. And I absolutely get that. I've had moments where everyone's walking away from me at the end and it's like, where are you going? Like, yeah. are you just going to leave me here? And I'm just going to pack all this stuff up on my own. And so I've had all of these feelings, my own emotions and my own stories rise throughout the whole experience. And it's been such an incredible gift to be able to realise how far I've come in mm. that process of staying with myself and staying with what's coming up for me, staying with the sensations in my body, the stories, um, returning back to being that gift for mm. myself and realising I can provide everything that I need when yeah. I stay with myself. Mm. Like sort of self, self-soothing almost, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. Um, so how... I guess it's probably prudent that we should backpedal. Bronte has just been running a, an amazing couple of day um, retreat at Kailash and um, she approached me 18 months ago, yeah. I think, to, to come and run it and um, we were in talks. She came out for a visit, everything was set to go and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's a... You know, I, I think that the, the the experience that you're sharing isn't just something that's localized to the retreat, but it's you know it's a really a, a symptom of the times, or it's a it's a bigger theme that we're all kind of dealing with. You know, like it's it's been, I think everyone's been challenged. Like no one's been left left spared in this this last little while. Certainly. You know, we've had a lot of moving goalposts and um, I can relate to that, that, you know, there's a, the, the tests have been coming in hard, thick and fast and it's, 
the simple things that do do work you know like the mindfulness practices of coming back inside and recentering and uh, watching all of your own my own stuff come up you know um, for us that's been with starting a community out here and having people live with us and thinking at the start my god what is this going to be like and and it's been a uh, there's no no shortage of opportunity for growth it's not that Rajni and I are sitting here going you know we we are now complete beings and therefore we're just going to share our impeccable selves with everybody else it's much more we are works in progress and we're still going to share because this chapter of our journey is about sharing and it's like boom instantly all of the stuff that that was lurking deeper in the shadows comes up you know even welcoming guests into the space you know like yeah. how how much the guests can trigger my own yeah. <laughs> processes and it's this kind of um, meta process that seems to happen um what has your growth over the last 18 months been with regards to how you feel like you facilitate and hold space? Mm. Uh, hmm. It's a good question because I'm, I'm trying to think how would I have been a year ago? Mm. Um, I think that idea of sacred leadership and compassionate leadership had landed already for mm. me and I'd learned how to hold space for myself while I held space for others. Um, right, I'd already kind of moved out of that, that place of pretending, performing, putting on a, a mm. face, yep. telling everyone, yeah, this is great, yeah. when I'm like falling apart inside. Um, I'd already come to that place of vulnerably expressing my tears um, and fears in circle. Um, yeah, and so it's a real gift to be able to take that a step further. Um, the last retreat I ran, I, I uh, ran it, I co-collaborated, so I co-created with somebody else and that brought it brought up its own mm. um, challenges and triumphs. Um, this retreat particularly was a learning for me to peg everything back, strip everything back. Mm. I... Actually, the retreat that we were to run just before COVID hit, I, I did have all the specialists coming. I yeah. had, it was um, a higher end price. I had all the f different um, facilitators, dance workshop facilitator, um, sound healing. I had um, someone who was, uh, you know, plant medicine, uh, art therapist come in, yoga teacher. Uh, I think I even had more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I got to this really uncomfortable place realising that I was creating these these retreats where I wasn't actually allowing... I, I wasn't giving myself the space to offer my own medicine yeah. and, and my own teaching and, and what I love to offer and what I love to teach. Mm. And in that space, it's terrifying to strip everything back to nothing. Mm. You know, it, feel, it felt like nothing. I, I looked at the retreat program... A number of times thinking it's so there's so much space yeah there's so is this enough yeah that was the story that was yeah. running um throughout a lot of it is this enough um which you know stems from my own core deficiency um 
I, I am not enough. Yeah, right. And having now just sort of closed out and rounded out the experience, um, was it enough? It was absolutely more than enough and yeah. like absolutely exploding <laughs> and overflowing with enoughness and more than enough, like abundance. Yeah, it's, right. it's like infinite. It's... Yeah, the final gathering uh, where I didn't even need to ask it just came out that Mm. everyone had these penny dropping moments and epiphanies and Mm. you know arriving it had a real sense of arrival yeah i mean i I can relate to so much with what you're sharing we just ran a meditation gathering last weekend same experience looking at the program like is this enough you know we're, we're blessed to have been able to see a lot of people come here and run different programs and have that aspiration to try to program and push down onto the space like okay we're going to do this we're going to lead people here we're going to make this experience happen and the process and the energy of the land over the last couple of years has been trusting in the energy to deliver like and trusting that we're we we are mediums for it and that the magic really just it emerges from the group you know it's like you put the intention to get the group together like i i wonder how many if you could be a fly in the wall on the wall at all of the conversations that have happened like incidental between the residents living here and the participants between the residents in the kitchen who are learning something by serving you between me and Mitch in the lead up to you coming here Mm. to the participants speaking to each other in between the program. And it's like those, those in between spaces is invariably where what I've begun to experience is like the real magic happens, you know, and it's like often the structural and structured and formalized um, program is just a, an excuse to get together. It's all the, the ancillary stuff that, the conversation now or you know like or what happens with people sharing later and the way that they recount that story to their loved one or or something that you've said or somebody else has said doesn't really sink in until it's triggered by someone in a couple of weeks or years time you know and that's this much more expanded sense of I guess what I would, the enoughness, you know, it's like, is it enough? It's like, yeah, it's always enough, you know, when human beings choose to get together over something that isn't escaping and numbing, you know, like when it's come, there is the intentional and the sacred invited and brought in with whatever practice or traditional lineage. It's like the universe just gives a lot of juice to that. Like they just become rich and profound experiences, you know, without without the the mind getting involved um yeah so i mean it's it's kind of yeah it fills me with a lot of joy to hear that you know that one you you know you've you've pursued that path of sharing your authentic and vulnerable self and trusted in it and that it's backed it up you know Mm -hmm. like it's kind of a yeah they're, they're very faith affirming experiences in my book and like that's I think that that that's shaped me i feel like i almost facilitate space better when i don't have that is this going to be enough you know it's like the more that that's been stripped back from me just by like a couple of years ago we were trying to run things and put stuff out there and it was going to be all singing and all dancing and no one would show up and trigger me to within an inch of my life because i was like oh god like how are we going to convince anyone 
and the, the complete opposites started happening you know like we're just doing it we just share what we love we do it and people will either gravitate towards it or they'll avoid it by like a hundred kilometer radius you know yeah. um yeah so it's beautiful yeah it, with the structure and the space that with the schedule you know that you've had and that we had in our last gathering the feedback is that people love that that space in between no and with Fahana comes to mind, right? She, a, a guest we had here spoke of a, or some kind of a spiritual retreat she went to, and it was just packed. It was packed. And every night, it was four nights or something, or three nights. And every night they had to go back home as well. They didn't have a place to stay there. So they would get smashed with a schedule jam-packed mm. and then go home and then come back and get smashed again. There was no time for... Um, integration. Yeah, integration throughout, you know, and just some space to settle. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just bizarre. Like, well, it's, it's it's interesting as well that you know, like I'll chime in with the the kind of meditation perspective. Like, the more spaciousness that we're internally able to create around our own trauma, thoughts, feelings, or sensations, it's like for me that spaciousness is accompanied with like a sense of ease, and it's like wow, it's a perverse thought but there was not much thoughts before it and I'm not going to allow it to generate more thinking afterwards. So whatever it was, it was a challenging thought or a challenging emotional memory. Space is introduced as an element and then it's just like a little cloud that holds it and allows it to dissipate. And um, that's where I see there's a micro, like when we are sharing those meditative and contemplative practices, it's helping people to, to find that spaciousness within and then if the, the program of structure that we offer them also has that spaciousness, you know, that, that gives more gravity to the, actual, the object, you know. It's, it's mm. The more you jam a room full of objects and you can't discern any of them, you know, you need a, a buffer around it. And often, obviously, in art, that takes on a very, you know, you compose an image. It's like you, I'm thinking like, you know, are we can kind of composers of experience sometimes and just as the mind wants to keep thinking like it'll just try to jam every single moment with more and more thoughts unless there is that conscious kind of allowance of space to come in so too you know like how when i'm sitting there planning a retreat when you're looking at the drawing board for the next one you know like like how is that space taken into consideration as an element in its own right, mm, mm. you know, and rather than the fixation with form, you know, and that's where you see, you know, like kind of more amateur artists, it's about the form. And then like I, I studied architecture and, you know, you use form and space form encloses mm. the space. And um, again, you know, the relationship that emerges is also with like a traditional Hatha yoga practice you know you're mm. beginning to introduce the element of space into the body you know you're mm -hmm, not trying to mm -hmm. jam the body into a particular shape but you're kind of uncovering which areas if space is introduced it creates a sense of allowance in the body and the pose which is a lot softer to arrive at than like the shape looks like x so i'm going to jam myself into x you know mm -hmm. like Conscious relating looks like 10-minute awkward eye gazes. So we're going to do 10-minute awkward <laughs> eye gazes or like, you know, like pushing people into those kinds of models rather than 
um, yeah, giving the small, the, the small gesture. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what I, what I want to add to that is, um, you know, when we, as retreat facilitators, when we come to that place of creating retreats and creating experience for people, where is it driven from? Mm. Where, where is this, this um, creative energy stemming from? Is it, yeah, is it stemming from our hearts and that open, spacious opportunity and yeah. gift and place of expansion and freedom? Or is it, is it coming from our own stories of how things need to be and should mm. be and our own sense of deficiency? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I really highlight the, the value of us as leaders and teachers and facilitators to just uh, be open to exploring, to do our own inner work and mm. start to see... Is there a pattern here? And yeah. yeah, what's we can generally feel it if it's in the body, if it feels forced, if it feels pushy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we're generally yeah off track, and that's totally fine as well. We all fall off track. We mm. all get into that pushy state, and that's human and and welcome as well. And um, yeah, once yeah, when we do create, when we step back into our our own practices and and our own rituals and inner work, then we do fall back in alignment with that that possibility of of creating the space for for whatever that needs to be for that individual mm. yeah um where does it come from in you where, like what's what is it that that drives you to share the the work you do and the retreats that you're hosting um this one had a strong connection with the earth the the power it started as well a year ago it was around the peace mm the peace that is felt when you connect with the medicine of the earth. Uh, this land has been calling me for years and I knew that I actually saw the TP. I knew it was in the Grampians. I get drawn to places. Mm. So um, two years ago, it was Yukai in um, northern New South Wales. I knew the next ret retreat was going to be in the Grampians. <clears throat> I could see the TP and I thought I couldn't find anywhere with a TP and I thought... Okay, I just started like Googling, how do I, um, how can I hire a teepee and bring it to the Grampians? Yeah, <laughs> that right. was the pathway I was going to. And then, of course, you know, just Kailash arrived on, on my Google search. Yeah. And so I just, I feel so uh, grateful to have found this place. And I remember our first conversation, yeah. David, uh, your connection with, with the energy of the land that was just like uh, ticking all boxes. Yeah. Um, as an, in, an energy intuitive myself, you know, that's, we do a lot of um, grid work, connection with portals, ley lines, song lines, um, star energy. This was all really about merging both the star and earth energies together to create mm. that, that place of union um, or unity consciousness. And freedom, freedom yeah. and peace comes from that union of the, of the light and dark, yin and yang, masculine and feminine. Um, so was it like an, it was in a calling then that beckoned yeah. you into the... Absolutely. Yeah. It's a deep desire. Um, yeah, for me, more, uh, more recently, it's become more of a pleasurable desire. Yeah. It's a, um, 
it's a sen uh, sensual, s sensual and sexual deep desire. Um, it's a connection to um, to the power, the creation, energy, the serpent, the kundalini. Um, that's what drives um, my offerings. Yeah, yeah. Um, the in in my particular lineage, um, there's quite a strong emphasis on. Um, I mean, what what could loosely be called mediumship in, in the sense that the differentiation between um, a pipe and the water that flows through it and that there's a um, that as as facilitators or as sharers of experience you know like you know the the consciousness that permeates or can flow through any individual into a group setting is distinct from the pipe which carries the water you know and the source of the water and the destination of that water once it goes on and and it's it's quite a nice way I find for me, um, you know, to conceive of ourself as as a conduit for consciousness to come through how it needs to do that work. And um, I see a lot of the troubles that plague the the spiritual and, and conscious community, um, and have done for thousands of years, and not just mm. modern concerns, but it's when the the pipe starts thinking that it's the water, you yes, know, and it's yeah. like, like, like the, the, um, you know, you get hungry or, or the ego, that's where I see the ego games start trying to latch on to the experience. Oh, people are, people are getting their thirst quenched. It must be because I'm delivering them something great. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, you're part of the process, but you know, the energy of what they needed is much bigger than any one individual. And, um, I've, yeah, we work very strongly with the sort of relinquishment of that responsibility mm. as the pipe, acknowledging that we are mediums for each other. And what seems to happen is that if you prove that you're a capable garden hose, then the universe goes, oh, well, we'll turn him into a fire hose or mm -hmm. we'll make her a, a main distribution network in the the big water supply chain and, and our capacity to... Um, be a medium for larger and larger groups and larger audiences is commensurate with our surrender to that stuff that's coming through um even though i find that the ego that's that's the sneaky layer of ego for me trying to latch on and, and associate oh wow there's a successful retreat here we've done a great job and it's it's like it's worth it for us to feel a sense of pride like mitch yes. and the guys in the kitchen you know got a lot of compliments and people felt nourished and sated but mm -hmm. um yeah it's like the 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 price of of not being caught in it is really eternal vigilance and um you know that's where the the you mentioned earlier the um you know the the practices and doing your own ritual and your own work brings you back to your center and i i wholeheartedly agree that's for me like doesn't matter how big we get how big our reach it's like the fundamentals are often very very basic like wake mm. up sit down you know like do the practice you know and and that keeps me attentive for my own bullshit yeah <laughs> you know? sure i also um, want to add too like that dance when just as you i love that analogy of the water and the pipe um for me there was my own stories were actually keeping me out of feeling that sense of pride and excitement yeah. and 
and absolute joy in being in life so much i was like oh but that's just my ego like yeah. you know peg it back but now like i found that freedom to actually yeah. be in my body and be like yes like that was the best retreat ever yeah. and that was amazing and i loved every bit of it yes you know so it's like so that's um that's just been so freeing for me to come alive and be in my body and have life be in this moment yeah you know like the, there is that dance of like watching and yeah. also being in it and just like fully surrendering in it and being in in the human yeah does that make sense yeah i def- definitely with you and you know i think that's where you know like i don't i, I don't see being i i love getting caught in it you know and caught in the excitement and loving it and enjoying it and then also being holding it loosely enough that like if one out of 12 people is like look it didn't really hit the mark for me then you're like well you know there's always one like or they're (laughs) all i acknowledge your concerns but you know like um so i've noticed my own pattern has been in the past to always have this absolute harsh inner critic where i'd be like you know 10 people have a great experience one person's got like some minor gripes and expresses it in a shitty way and then that's me ruined for a week i'm like wow damn we 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 screwed it right um so learning to learning to um understand that that participants and guests and groups and facilitators and people moving in the space they're going to get served. And our job isn't to make sure that everyone's had a good time. Yes. Our job is to do what we do and yes. we do it with love. Yes. And if someone's had a rotten time out here, it's like I'll give you a hug and a, a, a lot of love on the way out. But, you yeah. know, we're not here to indulge people's um, desire to avoid their stuff a lot yes. of the time. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah what what is it that you find like what's the the most what scares you about facilitation and putting on an an event like this um is it enough have i done things wrong um is it is it bad uh, am I disgusting? Everything comes back to I am I, I am. What would, what would like a bad outcome be? Or like, what, what, not bad, I mean, what am I getting at? Like, what's... Worst case scenario? Yeah, yeah or like, like, what would you find challenging to... Diff, to what, what sort of response from a guest or a participant at one of your activities, a one-on-one or anything like that? What... What gets at you, you know, in that? Like, for instance, for me, if I'm offering a sound meditation and, you know, I haven't had anyone be super impolite. I've had people get up and leave. It's been too much. I've Mm -hmm. had people, you know, criticize in advance without ever coming and sitting down. I've had, you know, my dad after, my dad was just like, just sat there and thought about work for an hour and i'm like (laughs) here i am i've got friends having visuals and these deep journeys with the cosmos and i'm like i'm gonna really help dad out with this one (laughs) and it's like i just thought about work for an hour it's like okay (laughs) yeah yeah um what came through was 
perhaps I, I don't know if I really want to voice this, but perhaps I'm looking for more of a challenge. Mm. Um, I'm quite comfortable with having having people express themselves as they need to. Mm. What really triggers me is rejection. Yeah. So if, um, like, if someone, um, I, I, I was always a sensitive kid, so I've had mm. to really, um, yeah, work on on my being okay with other people responding yeah. to me in a way that I, you know, I wouldn't um, wouldn't expect. So does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so simple things like if someone makes a joke and it just has a slight twang against me yeah. or if someone, um, maybe someone has chimed in with something additional to what I've just offered and, mm. you know, um, underneath there's a bit of a, oh, I should have thought of that or, yeah. um, or you're taking that away from me or um, like jealousy has come up as well. So, um, yeah, oh, they're listening to, to her. Um, yeah, you know, so there's yeah. all really real um, emotions and I just love that I can, yeah, that I'm at this place where there's no shame about that. It's like yeah. we're, we have, we're human, we have these, this full spectrum of emotions, nothing's wrong here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so coming back to what I was saying before, just this, I have this real sense of safety in in being with everything that's arising and it is very much a roller coaster one moment you know i'll hit the bottom and then um the next moment i'm just free and and blissful so um you you mentioned something really interesting it was like this kind of and you were careful as well because i'm careful too when i tell the universe that like i want a challenge (laughs) because i've had my ass handed to me way too many times in the last Mm. couple of years it's like it's listening, you know, cosmos is always listening. God's mm. always listening to us. But I think it fundamentally the dynamic is if we invite that challenge in in a respectful way, it's not like, hey, I'm killing it, you know, send me anything. It's yeah. like, yeah. send me what you need for me to grow is where I end up getting to. But yeah. what what would challenge look like? Like what, what sort of experience mm. or what sort of, what would, what would for you to be challenged because, I, I mean, it's like the little spice, right, that, like, keeps the curry interesting, you know? I don't want to, like, blow people away, but a little bit of the little bit of challenge stops the, um, in my experience, the habituation or, like, getting stagnant, you know, mm-hmm. like, with the offering, keeps it alive for us as facilitators. Certainly for me, it's, it's been good to push and extend myself. What would, what would that look like for you? I think people going against what i have said so sharing um yeah having a different opinion Mm. um saying that i'm wrong yeah Um, i think that that's probably worst case scenario like even um we've all got social media accounts putting a post out um and then having comments um where people disagree that that's really kind of started something for me because for so long I wouldn't share something in case someone didn't agree yeah, and now yeah, it's yeah. the next step is sharing and then um, sitting with and, and working out how that feels to have some people agreeing and some people not agreeing. Yeah. In, in a retreat setting, it's like putting it out there and then having this space for people to attune to it, align with it, agree with it or not yeah and so this is kind of the next level of being able to hold space um that's my primary role to hold space for each individual to come as they are 
yeah. to express and experience their their own experience as it is. Yeah. Um, and of course, we set up clear boundaries and guidelines at the start, so we're in a mm. safe container. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's. Um, yeah, it would be probably would be a confronting, argumentative yep. um, person in the group. Um, yeah, you know, angry, yeah. um, perhaps physically uh, intimidating. Yep. that would be probably worst case. Yeah, I'd say. Um, is there is there something structurally you could do? And again, I'm not suggesting you do this, but like, you know, this is a, it's really interesting. It's like we can always aspire like we want to create this harmonious environment but it's like how can we also create a really triggering environment you know and it's like yeah. as a facilitator if we're okay with our own propensity for conflict and our own ability to get caught by our unconscious how can we create environments and atmospheres where people don't just have the peaced out blissful experience mm. but they do get pushed you know mm. and it's mm. it's yeah it's it's a little bit sadistic but it's also, you know, like it's something that actually comes up a lot with some of the, um, the, the in the plant medicine space. I find that that a lot of the ceremonial work um, as groups in that in that environment, they're supremely triggering, you know. And it's yeah. like you could get up and tell every person who's annoying you to stop doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. or you can sit there and work with your annoyance and mm-hmm. and. And you can speak your truth in some moments and you can learn to bite your tongue in others. And those are very condensed, compressed environments that I find quite, quite triggering to a lot of my stuff. But also, you know, like it's the sort of thing, like how else can we as facilitators offer, you know, like really, like that's the deeper work, I guess, mm, you know, like the deeper is. stuff for people to come and come and connect to and, um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. we do that. Like, I'll tell you a good way that we've found out. Come and live with us. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> holy moly! Like, yeah, we've had some characters well, stay with us because you can put on a lot over four days. You can mm. put on a lot over a week, even a month. You can probably stick it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. Then you can only put it on for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. many meals and all of the everyday things. Yeah, you can't fake it. But you get your true colors come out. Mm. I guess that's the larger canvas of life though you know as well you know like life as the teacher is going to Mm -hmm. you know you can come and fake it with a retreat and be love and light and be peaceful and then get home and scream at someone and and lose it and and be a monster and completely unintegrated Um, not that there's anything wrong sometimes people need to be screamed at but um, you know (laughs) like like to be you can you can pretend and then you know I I see that's where like the the sadhana or like the really more intensive aspects of spiritual practice um, hold, you know, their long term plays. Like they hold they hold me to account for sure. You know, it's like can moving out here, for instance. I mean, I was practicing. I've been practicing yoga for a good bunch of years, and then I moved out here, and it's like I don't know. I don't have access to any classes i don't have access to my old teachers the way that i used to and it's like i raised that with them once i'm like well i'm not really doing weekly classes anymore it's like a couple of times a year maybe i'll go and do a weekend workshop but what and what they suggested was that 
that's actually probably the more the more traditional way of being instructed like you get your you get your instruction you get the big you get the teaching go and integrate it for a year you know and maybe in a summer in a similar way you know like the the retreat experience it's been a unique profound experience for all of the people for us as well but it's like now you're the 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 participants are are going to be that's where the real retreat starts you know (laughs) to put in to put in place um and to work with the things that you've shared and the experiences that they've had is is there like what what would you hope or what what do you see coming for the people who have participated in your work yeah i think it's um that having that space that weekend out um to find clarity and direction and um, having their deepest desires and their truest truest form or truest essence drop in um, to give them the guidance. Mm. Um, we talked a lot about res- resourcefulness, so um, realising that you have it within you. Mm. Um, and I guess... I mean, I'm a, I'm a mum of three, I run a business, I've got a household, I'm a wife, um, so I'm very much living a, a similar life to yeah. my participants where it's like, just get me the fuck out of my house for a weekend yes. so I can have a break. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think it has to be romantic. I think we're just having, creating this space for ourselves to return back to ourselves, return mm. back to our own inner guidance returning back to what our heart's calling is our our direction from within rather than the all the noise the external noise from from uh society you know the collective uh stories we're we're coming back we're stepping back into within and realizing ah where where the um we're driving the ship yeah we're we're choosing we're consciously deciding who we are in the world what we want to create in the world and I think what I can feel is, is it's it. First of all, it's finding that it's dropping in, surrendering. Mm. We use the earth very much to surrender yep. first. Yep. We cannot rise. We cannot grow until yeah. we've fully surrendered to the ground. So we did a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then once you're seeded, once you're planted, then then you can uh, gradually take those steps, just one, you know, step after step after step, mm. and. Yeah, of course we're gonna we're gonna fall out when we're in life, and uh, I think that's the value of having a retreat that that you do carve that space out because it is mm. busy out there. It is it is a busy life, and um, that that's just a beautiful gift to offer yourself yeah. to yeah, have it's, it's that in, weekend. It's to like even independent of the content of the retreat, it's the fact that you as a being have said. I'm going to go and do something different with people I might not know. Yes. I'm going to take that time for myself. And yeah. it's like before they got here, they already got that teaching, you know. It's oh, like sure. they've put some dollars, they've put some time, they've yes. put some energy behind themselves when, yeah. you know, when the the predominant cultural model is that just keep flogging yourself until you die, That's right? Yeah. You know, should feel guilty for resting, you exactly. know. I certainly deal with that one here in my yeah. own Skin, you know, so many things about that one. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We're um, wired 
I, to struggle. It's, uh, I think, a real, really beautiful point of unity between what you're, the energy of what you're working with and what we're about as a space is, is that word you touched upon, surrender. Mm-hmm. And for us, the surrender is, is the start and the end. You know, you surrender in order for the ascension to happen and then the final step of the soul's journey, as far as I've been able to ascertain, is surrendering to the divine. Mm-hmm. You know, so you surrender to what is, what is bashes you into something and then you finally let go into that that spirit and 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 god or whatever it is that your vocabulary uses to articulate the mystery but i find like it is there's no doing required it's it's doing it to you you know it'll take you right like maybe the act of going and planting the seed and then the 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 rain will come the sun is going to show up every day like the seed inside of it is just going to take care of itself. It's going to get battered. An animal might push it over one time. It'll grow a bit wonky. Branches will break off. New ones will grow. Um, but it will always be kind of, you know, moving towards that light. And that's 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 where I think, yeah, the, there's, there's a lot of barriers towards surrender in our, um, in the broader kind of... Um, public psyche collective psyche you know you look at what's happening with covid and it's like they turn it into an enemy we're going to fight this until Mm. there's none left Mm. you know there isn't the softness um, Mm. associated with that practice of surrender actually what what um, the linkage that i made a, a few years ago was that when we're working with space as an element, that surrender is actually the precursor to the establishment of space. So if you want to create space around something, if you're attached and holding onto it, like there's no space. But if you're surrendered, like, look, I'm cool in my own being. I've got the practices. I'm going to create the space. People will come. They might have good experiences. They may not. That mm-hmm. surrender around it gives them space to have an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's like we're three minutes late for this and we've got to do this. We're going to jam this one in. And mm-hmm. like, I hope we're going to do this and we'll be enlightened by next Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, you know, like absolutely no surrender. Mm-hmm. Then that uptightness flows on to the, the people that are, that are kind of here. And yeah, judging by like just the, the vibe of the group and the way that they've connected with the residents and mm. um, and myself, just my interactions with them, I think that that's a huge um, endorsing sign around your the practice and the program and the energy that you've showed up with. You know, it's we've we've observed something quite interesting here, where say we have a problematic resident, <laughs> and they ask us, "Can I introduce you to my friend?" there's almost a 99% chance that they're going to be a problematic friend as well, you know? Like, there's a likeness that seems to occur. And, Mm. you know, God bless all of the people that come here. And, you know, we've had no shortage of real characters come Mm. into the space. But Mm -hmm. it's it's really, you know, I think a testament to the work that you're doing, just the the humility and the groundedness of the people that came here. So, Mm. yeah. Thank it you. was that it was a real joy, like a genuine joy, to have you guys in the space. I pop mm. pop over to the lodge, and I'm like, everything's in order here. Like everyone's <laughs> happy. It's like yes. it's, oh, wow. it's it's just a, a good a good energy around, and 
Um, Thank you. And I want to yeah, reflect that right back to Thank all you. of you, like just each and every one of you have just been so welcoming, so present and so, you know, happy to listen and overjoyed to help and go out of your way to, to have our needs met and, and even beyond that, to have our our wants met, you know, mm. just going that extra mile and and also just genuine communication genuine relationship where it doesn't yeah. feel like you're forcing you know to to be kind to your customers it's yeah. like oh, we actually yeah, d- we yeah. did feel home and yeah. like it was an absolute joy to eat your beautiful food and and yeah we just seem to have natural conversations you know you were mm. genuinely interested yeah. in my my guests um our guests and um yeah it's just it's been so effortless it's yeah. been so beautiful yeah um so yeah if anyone's listening and anyone's looking for an incredible space Thank to you. hold hold a um to be held maybe gosh it's just <laughs> uh, it's it's challenging to put it into words but the power and the magnificence and and the the magic um that has unfolded on on this mm. land um with your support with your uh with your structure yeah you know with with your community it's um it's just very beautiful yeah yeah so i'm very glad that i have found this this space and worked with you with you all it's um yeah it's just felt effortless that's i mean i i i feel that that's a testament to you know what it what it is to bring the sacred back into the contemporary world you know we've we, we've got our roots in some very old traditions there's some very new ideas and new understandings of those as well and but but that um the cornerstone of what we're about is honoring this land and this creation and ourselves as sacred and it's like yeah it feels feels the people often think that it's uh kind of hard work to show up and do the practice it is it's a bit of a grind you know you've got to put in there's got to be an input of energy but the the dividend that it pays is is that the ease of with and the 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 truth and the authenticity the feeling inside of like i'm doing the right thing this was a good thing to have done you know like i'm glad that we put this space together you know like i'm glad we built a website that captured the vibe. I'm glad that mm, we put yeah. the extra effort in to have conversations with residents like mm. Mitch or yourself mm. and just work out what things are and that we didn't conceive of this place as just a kind of, you know, a commercial, like let's mm. just transact with our, with our widgets, with our guests, you know, and put you into a spreadsheet and treat mm. you like someone else. It's, mm. you know, the consequence is that when you're invested in that meaning and and really heartfelt approach to what you're doing, I've found that like the potential reward is like infinitely higher because the potential consequence is also like very, it can be very crushing, you know, Mm -hmm. it can be very crushing to to put yourself out there and and Mm. for it to be misconstrued. So um, Mm. yeah, to have a group here that, that get us and the vibe and the community and love it. It's like, okay, cool. 
<laughs> we're in a good place. <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep, Keep doing, doing it. it. What 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 do you see the 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 near future holds for you as a facilitator and as a intuitive and your offerings coming forward and and yeah what might we keep an eye on in the next six months or year yeah um well sacred circle holder is one course that is on my lips because i'm just being reminded of um of the importance and the value and the power of of each of us as facilitators uh, or coaches, mentors, teachers, learning how to hold space. That's the crux mm. of that course, uh, which is the prerequisite for a new course that will come out, which again, which is also like gr- brewing after this weekend, which is called Retreat School. So it's for all um, facilitators, teachers, coaches, mentors, healers, yeah. intuitives who want to run their own retreats. Yep. So, um, yeah, that'll come out when it wants to. Yep. Um, I'm in the process of editing my first book. Um, so first draft is done. It'll be released in October in, um, during Mental Health Awareness Week. Awesome. It's called It's Okay to Cry and it tells and teaches the, proce- teaches the process of dissolving depression and it mm. shares my own personal story of overcoming 20 years of depression. Um, and yeah, I, alongside that, I teach the Killer Bee Inquiries, which is the most powerful set of inner work tools and techniques I've ever come across. Uh, that's what I use to overcome depression. So I teach that in my mastermind called Beyond Belief Mastermind. Um, yeah, and that's for people who just have their stories get stuck in their way and mm. their fears and doubts and and just want to be free from that and step into a place of power where they're creating what they desire from the place of love rather than struggle and uh, freedom rather than limitation. Mm. Uh, I just, yeah, I think this story is slipping away around things have to be hard they just don't have to be and life Mm. keeps showing me that it the most simplest things can happen so effortlessly and easily and it just we don't have to work hard we we are not separate from this infinite Mm. world creation consciousness itself it's um we are we're the we're the what did you call it? The um, pipe. We're yeah. the pipe. We're yeah. the pipe, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's so freeing to realise that, oh, mm. we, we can go slow. It's safe to go slow and we can make lots of money going slow and we can reach so many beautiful people doing what we love. We yeah. get to just choose what we want to do and and it's that's the joy of it. That's the joy of life. Yeah. Well, it's been amazing having you in the space. Um, we're about to do a sound meditation. Yes. So Can really, really, really yeah. looking forward to allowing you to receive yeah, after being very much in your masculine and giving and doing. It's, it's good to lie back and enjoy yourself. So, um, yeah, I, I highly encourage anyone who may be listening to check out Bronte's stuff. We'll put some info wherever there's going to be some more info with some (laughs) links wherever there's going to be links um you know we're also hosting and open to facilitating and connecting with um kindred souls and like-minded 
beings out there who who resonate with anything that we've shared or if this vibe is feels right for you and you think that that it's the sort of space or or we're the sort of facilitators to help you um work with your groups reach out you know we're we're online and we're available and um yeah we'd, we'd love to love to chat more about getting getting you into the space either as a as a, a lone traveler who who needs a little bit of time for themselves or um on one of our retreats one of bronte's retreats or in someone else's retreat there's there's a heap of different ways to get engaged with what we're about so um yeah sending you a lot of blessings and i hope that uh yeah the courses go well the book goes well and um yeah look forward to next time we can do this yes thank you so much thank you thank you That was so much fun. Yeah, I there loved we go. every bit. <laughs> awesome. So good. Uh, yeah. That just yeah fueled my soul. Cool. That's yeah, cool. filled my body, and it's it's such a great idea for for the facilitators to just have them land and debrief and yeah, it's just perfect. It's just yeah. a perfect gift that yeah I, I can receive like yeah. the. The facilitators can receive mm. it's just such a great idea yeah mm. well, thank you for thank you for listening in to the kailash podcast with bronte spicer you can find more of bronte's work at brontespicer.com including uh, access to her new book new courses new retreats Stay in tune with us as well. We are going digital, more and more digital here at Kailash. The best place to stay in touch with us is any of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, but our newsletter. Sign up to our newsletter. All the links that you need for Bronte or for us will be in the show notes and please um, if you have anything you'd like to share that you might have gotten from this episode with us send us a message anywhere on our website on our social media or in a review wherever you found this podcast thanks for listening in and uh, we hope to see you hear from you, speak to you soon.